0: We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker... L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's Word every single morning as the Lord gives us strength, bright and early. Bright and early. And we are continuing in our devotional series titled Making Friends for God with part number number 5 part number 5 faithfulness to Christ's command unfortunately there are people who are fearful and concerned and have forebodings concerning the commands of God but really and truly if we think about it with spiritual thoughts And we'll realize that this can only be a positive thing, but I'm going to get into that in just a moment. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Uh, I'd like to welcome everyone first, uh, especially those joining us for the very first time. Please, please share this podcast with as many people as possible, which will indeed give people around the world, the opportunity to get closer to God. And for some get to know him for the very first time. So please take this blessing and responsibility, uh, Seriously, uh, because because you could be the one that leads a person to salvation just by clicking the share button. Please do that. Do it today and every day as the Lord gives us strength. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pray and get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this new morning for the opportunity to pray, the opportunity to receive your faithfulness. I'm asking you to fill us with your Holy Spirit and teach us how to obey your commands with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, and amen again. Faithfulness to Christ's command. Very interesting. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel when you hear this word, command, command? And oftentimes, uh, what we perceive when we hear these kinds of words will determine how we approach our connection with God. If you hear command and you have forebodings, you have negative feelings, maybe based on your experience with persons in authority in your life, then maybe, just maybe, you will transfer that feeling, that negative emotion, that negative thought to how you relate to God, which is maybe why some people dis have disdain for the quote commandments of God. We'll get into that in just a moment. But do you realize that God's commands are always for our good inasmuch as much as we follow him? Let me give you one good example, just one, one good example, and we'll look at a couple of others in a little while. In Psalm chapter 91, verses 11 and 12, the Bible reads, For he, meaning God, shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways that they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. And of course, the text continues about God's favor on our lives, even through trials, tribulations, and all kinds of strange things happening upon the earth. But this term charge over thee, charge, charge means command. God gives his angels the command, the command to keep his people, and to protect us through all kinds of trials. Now, this word command, is it positive or negative? And of course, the answer is it is positive. And so we need a new perspective. That's the bottom line. We need a new perspective. Let's continue. Loyalty to Christ requires a commitment to do his will. So when God gives a command for us to do his will, we need commitment to God. We need to be loyal to him. It, is, it, necessitates, it necessitates, pardon me, obedience to his commands. It results in a heart that beats with his heart in saving the lost. And so one of the major things that God has given for all of us is the ministry of reconciliation. Freely, he said, ye have received, we must freely give. If God has given us uh, reconciliation, meaning he has built a bridge between, uh, uh, toward us to overcome the chasm that sin has made in us. In Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says that, that God has no problem answering our prayers, basically, in verse 1. Except here's this problem. That appears in verse 2, that our iniquities have separated between us and our God. That makes it very difficult for him to hear our prayers. And so God wants us to confess our sins and forsake them because he wants to be faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so the blessing is that God is able to save to the uttermost those who are called by him because he ever liveth to make intercession for us. And that's a privilege. That's a privilege. It places priority on the things that he prioritizes. God is all about people. He's all about people being saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we could be saved. And so here in the book of First Timothy, chapter two, we see an exhortation that Paul gives, uh, first of all, for for supplications and prayers and intercessions and giving thanks, that they all should be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that they may we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. And so if you think living in society is a passive thing and whatever happens, because the devil hates us. We just kind of have to deal with it and that we don't need to be active uh, seeking justice, seeking peace in society. Well, well, the Bible says that we are to be active. And 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 pray consistently, especially those for those for those in authority. And of course, where it lieth unto us, we're to live peaceable with all men and women, of course. And there are many other things that God has given us for guidance in our society, making our society to prosper in as much as we can do so conscientiously. In verse three, it reads, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Lord and Savior. So God is looking for a way for us to have right relationship with God, right relationship with people. Now in Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, a familiar passage of Scripture, the Bible says that God is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God's will for everyone is that we should come to repentance. Every man, woman, boy, and girl should turn our hearts toward him. And this is why Jesus seems to be delaying his coming, because his long-suffering or this delay or this patience that he has toward us as he awaits his time to come and save people, yes, yes is because he wants as many people as possible to be saved. And so the question is, what is God's will versus our perspective of God's will? What is God's actual will versus our perspective of God's will? And the Bible reads here in the book of Acts chapter 13 and verse 47, for so hath the Lord commanded us, there's that word again, I said I'd come back to it, commanded us saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And so we fulfill, we'll read about it in just a moment, we fulfill the mission that God has given us. He showed it through Jesus Christ, even in the Old Testament, he gave us a forecast of it, but he wants us to be a light to those who are lost, so that those who are lost can be saved. And so that means that we first must receive salvation ourselves. We are not an elite bunch of people, no. God has given all of us the opportunity to be saved. And inasmuch as as we are being saved, we are to reach out to as many people as possible so that they too may be saved. And so in Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 6, upon which that last verse of scripture was built, the Bible reads, and he said, it is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. And so Christ's mission is our commission. He came to seek and to save the lost. Our commission is to do the exact same thing as he gives us strength. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.